Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So the last week when Alyssa was here, she said something that really got me thinking. Okay. She said that Jasper... The cat, the one-year-old cat, who just turned one on August 1st, is bigger than Yogi the dog. He is. He's enormous. So, so I started looking. Yogi's teeny tiny. And Yogi, for one thing, is this teeny tiny little dude. Everyone gets on his case about eating food. Well, the dude has teeth that look like little, like, like if you've ever seen those um, dots that are on the paper that you get at like carnivals and stuff, his <laughs> teeth are smaller than that. He has little tiny baby teeth. And people get on his case, call him a wussy and all that stuff. But Well, you did too. But hey, he's doing, he, like you said, you add water, he does good. Remember, we used to add water to his other kibbles until he got the super small ones. So, right. But Jasper, he's like this truck of a cat. Do you think he's bigger than the, than the mama cat? I think if she was a healthy weight, that he would be bigger. She's enormous because she's fat. That's really interesting. And she's he, a big girl. He's a truck of a cat. He's a big boy. He's a big alpha boy cat. But talking about cats, we're going to do another another session of the reality rant. And tonight, though, instead of talking about a specific episode or anything extremely specific about the show, we are just going to, in general, talk about... Cat of the fish. Catfish. Cat you know, Cat with the really fish. hairy guy named Neve. And, and the really to... hairy guy named um, Max. Max was who Max is really now... hairy. Yes. Oh. Okay. Who is now gone? Bye, Max. Doing movies. Max is friend, good friends with Casey Neistat. Max and Casey okay. Neistat, they're bros. Anyway, you see that I can't see that I can't cross my fingers. You're so weird. Um. I'm anyway. really obsessed with Casey Neistat. I love Casey Neistat. He's the man. Anyway, there you have it. And then who comes along? But a bunch of other wackasauruses, and they try this person, and they try that person. Like, and like Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. He oh, did is good. It like I like him. Willis's daughter or something like yeah, that? I liked him. And then now we got Cammy. I like her a lot, though. She's tough. I think she's a good offset of Neve. Yes. She's not quite as like aggressive as Max, but she's definitely more aggressive than Neve. And that's what the show misses when it's like Neve and a guest. Because well, Neve... Neve because the guest, like if you were a guest on Catfish. Yeah. If you were a guest on Catfish, would you be like jumping all over the host and jumping out in front of him, or would you be following his lead? Following. Yeah. So she is a good like settle between those crazy people and Max. Because Max was always like he was the one that when someone was a jackass catfish, he would confront them. 
And now Neve does. Yeah. And Cammy just kind of aggressively backs him up. And that, that's something that I like about these guys, though, is like, if you're catfishing because, you know, you've had a lot of bad relationships or you have some kind of issues with, you know, mentally, parents aren't there, whatever, and you're doing it as kind of a mental coping mechanism or whatever, they they explain to you why you shouldn't do it, why it's not a good thing, but they don't sit there and judge the person for it. In fact, they have them back on a couple months later to see how they're doing. I mean, a judgmental show wouldn't do that. Right. But when you are an asshole catfish who does it for malicious reasons, like there's been times when, when um, you know, one ex-boyfriend will catfish the girl. Yeah. They let them have it. They're they still aggressive them, with those people. They still let them come back, but they get on their case. And rightfully so, though. Or that girl, or that girl who was on twice and told Cammy that she didn't, she wouldn't talk to her because Cammy was just the help. That person was just a nasty, awful person. Well, I hope they eviscerated her because that's what needed to happen. Do you remember that one? I remember her, but I don't remember what happened. Oh, Cammy ripped her a whole new asshole. Good. She deserved it because that's exactly what should happen in a situation like that. But, okay. Going all the way back, the catfish thing started as a movie. When Neve got catfished. Right. He has this whole story being catfished. And, like, he was in love with this young lady, and then he goes there. And the worst part was the person catfishing him continued to catfish him in person. Like, made it sound like, oh, she's going to be here. She had to go here. She had to go there. And, like, just let him on the whole time. And meanwhile, she was really the one he was communicating with. I think he said before that they're still friends, though. Yes. They worked it all out. And then that gave them the inspiration for the show Catfish. And then the show Catfish comes out. And it was awesome. And like it was really cool because we all know that there's crazy people on the internet who constantly catfish other people. And there's people that catfish 50 people at a time. Like seriously. Well, and then there's been really cute stories. Like the one with the guy named Derek was really, really cute story. And the little teeny tiny blonde girl. And they were sure he was catfishing her. But he was real. And they were so happy. And then there's been like, there's been the other stories where the people are just being, it's like, it's like their ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend and she's like going crazy. What I was trying to say was we've all met people who have been catfished or have catfished people, but we've never, until this show, we hadn't seen how actually easy it is to figure out that that person is a catfish just based off of their digital footprint. Then you say you're you have your what was her name? I know his name was Derek. What was her name? Do you remember her name? I don't I remember have her name. I absolutely no idea. I just remember her name was Derek. I his just remember her standing at the end of the driveway going, "Oh my god, I'm in, in Derek's, Derek's driveway. driveway." Yep, I remember that. And then do you remember the one where it was a woman who was gay catfishing a straight woman as though she was a man? There's and they were quite like a in, few of them. they were like in San Diego. The woman that was being catfish was like in San Diego. And so they went to her and it turned out those two fell for each other. The two women. I do remember that one. In a sense, having gone through it, we went through. It makes sense because when you're at a distance like that, what you're falling for is the person's personality. And as long as they're being who they are, when you meet them in person, you're going to feel the same way. Right. So, you know, it makes sense. Well, if I remember correctly, the one you're talking about, the person who was doing the catfishing was in transition 
to become a man. Yeah, I don't recall that part, but I, that's very possible. There's been at least one that was like that, where a current woman was catfishing another woman and then went and transitioned into a man, and then they ended up together. So it might not be the same one, but it happened too. Yeah. Then they had that entire season where that was just trash, where all they did was like top 10 countdowns. Hold on. on. Do you remember that in the beginning they tried to do the typical reality show formula from MTV and they wanted to have reunion episodes? I like the reunion episodes. But the reunion episodes were always a train wreck because the people involved 99% of the time hated each other's guts because of what happened and they would fight with one another. Well, isn't that like every other MTV reunion show? Eh, not necessarily. I really? Mean, I mean, not necessarily. There's positive times. Do you sometimes. not remember the Teen Mom Kaylin Brio? Oh, let's use down. some examples to prove that it always happens. It always happens on the Teen Mom ones. Okay. Sweet hell, those people hate each other. But it's. I remember they tried to do that, and then they abandoned that pretty quickly. Right. Then they would do like the. Instead of reunion shows, they would do like recap episodes of like the top 10 of this the top 20 of that and then they eventually went to where you're talking about the season they where they did season what of it yeah just top season. 10 episodes top 10 worst catfish top 10 best catfish top 10 hardest to find catfish top 10 sneakiest catfish and the derek's driveway one was in every single list that's why it's stuck in my head yeah, well, that, come on. You say catfish, and my head goes, I'm in Derek's driveway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we talked in the beginning about how Neve and Max were like a team. Right. And Max was always the confrontational one. Like, when there was an asshole catfish, Max let him have it. Like, like they knew Max had been there when they left. Well, and if you know, like, the story of Max... That season where all they did was top 10 lists were because he left very abruptly and they didn't know what to do in his absence. And he left because he got an offer to do a film. Right. And it was one of these, you got to make a decision right now kind of things. I personally don't trust job situations where they insist you leave immediately and can't give notice. But entertainment industry is probably different. It's a, we got to move now. Money's available now. And he just did it because... They didn't throw any shade at him or anything. They literally just scrambled around, tried to decide what to do. Then after the top 10 episodes... Was the season where they switched. Was the season where they would switch the host all the time, the co-host. Do you even remember the ones where the co-host was Neve's wife? She was pretty good, too. She is good. That's why she still appears on the show. And now his kids appear on the show because now they're doing quarantine edition of Catfish. Yeah, so then that goes all through, right? And then they pick Cammie. Right. And And she's great. And they have like a season... With Cammy, I like Cammy as much as I liked Max. Yes, actually. So they have a season with Cammy, and then, dun dun dun, the most deadly virus known to man, the virus that could kill you more than the flu, more than the common cold, more than a freight train traveling into a crowded building, COVID nineteen really struck. And what happened next after COVID-19 struck? Catfish got sponsored by Zoom. Zoom fish. Now it's we Zoom got Zoom fish. fish. Zoom fish. We got Zoom fish. So now we no longer have catfish. We have Zoom fish. They don't actually meet the person face-to-face or the co-host face-to-face, which I find interesting. I would have thought they would have brought them into the same place. But then they would have had to wear the damn mask. Yeah. Right. Okay. Zoomfish works very well, especially so they since Zoom they're fish. Mac users and they can text on the Mac and all that good stuff. And like, yeah, but what's crazy is 
so far, everyone's agreed to come on to the damn Zoom. I can't believe it. I cannot believe that every single catfish has agreed to come on the Zoom. I know. It's crazy. I think that there because was... think about how easy... It's not as easy to avoid somebody when they're telling you, look, dude, I know where you live. I have your address. Because, come on, they don't film all that. But I guarantee you, they say, look, we have your address. Your address is blah, 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 blah. Now you know that they know where you are. You can't avoid them anymore because they can just fly to you, come up to your house and wait until you come home and boom, you're busted. But on the computer, you can continue to be the catfish. That's why I'm amazed that they come on. Right. I think that a lot of pre-planning goes into all these current episodes of Catfish. Has to. Because I think they probably have to work out the entire story and meet the catfish. And then they go back and film what happened, like remake themselves. Yeah, potentially. It's interesting, though. Which is okay. It's interesting, though, how it's taken that most deadly virus in the world, COVID-19, turn. Yeah. I mean, they're doing the best they can, and I appreciate it because I like catfish. Oh, don't get me started. On Zoomfish? <laughs> no, Zoomfish is good. It was very creative. But, I mean, let's face it. Other shows have done the same. It's not... I think the cutest part of Zoomfish is the fact that Neve is in some like guest house thing behind his regular house, and the walls are wallpapered with his little kid's art. Yeah. He's got a cute little family. He really does. He's got a cute little family. Yep. So, let us close up <laughs> our lovely show. P.S. We give Catfish a 10 out of 10. Yes. Catfish, highly recommended. Binge watch it if you have Catfish not. Catfish is something you need to watch. Watch the movie first. It is iconic in American pop culture. Movie first. You need to watch it. And I don't understand why. But, you know, when I'm talking to you, which is 99.9% of the time in the show, I look right at you. But when I'm trying to talk to the audience, for some reason, I turn and I look at the recorder. And I don't understand why. Like, that is not the audience. Right. (laughs) And I just noticed that about myself. He does it, too. It's quite weird. Maybe one day but we'll videotape him. Or I am just going to close. I'm not going into detail. Shocking. Not going to go into detail. Completely shocking. I, this guy. Anyway. Will not, this guy right here, go into detail. That's shocking. That never happens. You've gone into I a lot of detail. I always go into detail, but not this time. So, I believe that this yes. country has gone completely bonkers. That normally... Um, honest people lie. They they ignore facts right in front of their face so that they can continue to keep the narrative of their tribe going. And it's disgusting. It's putrid. It's gross. It's nasty. It makes me want to puke. I think he means everybody, by the way. Not a particular side of any issue. Yes, everyone's guilty of it. Yeah. Some more than others. Some more often. Especially during an election year. Yeah, well. When the two worst candidates in the history of the United States of America were pitted against each other. Meanwhile, a wonderful candidate is not even mentioned. But, oh, wait, it's, it's too important to get rid of Trump, so we must vote that way. Oh, and it's, you don't have a chance. There's no way she can win. Yeah, okay, so if all of you, if every single person who thought she couldn't win would vote for her... Guess what would happen? She would would win. win. Because you're basically saying, I'm not voting for her because she has no chance to win. Which is really weird when you consider that I never knew voting was like 
like betting. I didn't know you were trying to pick the winner. Is there a prize if you pick the right person to win? Right, that's what I'm saying. Where's the prize? Because, I, I mean, I've picked the winner of the presidential race almost every time. Wow. Almost every time. So you deserve a Once cash I got prize. super principled and only voted for people who were not Democrats and were not Republicans, that's when I started to not get the thing right. Well, yeah. But they owe me a lot of prizes if there's prizes out there. But I don't think there's prizes. Last I checked, I Googled it. You prize. vote, and that's it. Your prize is that you get even more screwed by and the gu- And guess government. what? And guess what? And guess what? If there's candidate A, candidate B, and candidate C you later, and candidate A and candidate C you later have zero votes, and candidate B has zero votes, they all have zero votes, mm-hmm. and you go up and you vote for candidate B, and then we stop and we count, believe it or not, candidate A didn't get a vote. Candidate C didn't get a vote. They're still at zero. Mm-hmm. Only candidate B, you know, the one you voted for, got a vote. Yet there are people who will tell you that a vote for that person is a vote for Trump. So, see, wouldn't you expect if that were true that you go and you vote for B and candidate C you later also gets a vote? So, does that, that right? mean, does that mean all those Joe Jorgensen and Howie Hawkins party supporters and all the independent supporters out there and the Bernie supporters and all those people are all voting twice? They get two votes? Yeah. You get two votes for not supporting a and major believe party? It, and believe it or not, one of them is for somebody you would never have picked if, if your life depended on That's it. That's spectacular. It's crazy. But okay, but then on the other hand, there are people who will tell you that if you're voting for third party and they're for the Trumpster, they'll tell you that it's a vote for Biden. So really you so get three votes. So once again, now we vote for zero, for B in the middle, and according to our friends over here on the left, who are Biden supporters, we're not just voting for Joe Jorgensen, we're voting for Trump. But then the people on the right are telling us that Trump supporters, that a vote for Biden happens when you vote for Joe Jorgensen. So what really must happen is we are super powerful. When we vote, everybody gets a vote, because that's how cool we are. That's awesome. I think that you went into more detail than you said you were going to. <laughs> because I always give details. I know. Even well, if I say I'm you're not even going if to. I say I'm not going to. I didn't promise. Uh, I didn't he's promise. such a dingus. People I, I live with a dingus. I, I I save me. Just get bothered by the dishonesty of people. Like they're just dishonest. I know. I mean I read you that whole thing that had happened to me on Twitter today, and the person's like, you know, um, oh, so you're you're sending these pe- young kids out to kill other people. Really? <laughs> me saying wait until all the evidence in says that to you, that tells me where the problem really is. That tells me where the problem really is. <laughs> and so people, stop being dishonest. Start paying attention. Make sure you wait until the evidence is, is processed. And then move on. Stop gaslighting, question mark? Yes. Well, now that we've lit all that on fire, good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.